Welcome to Best Served, a podcast recognizing unsung hospitality heroes. Join Chef Jensen Cummings as he chops it up with industry leaders about the humans who've impacted their lives and careers. From childhood guides, to ass-kicking mentors, to the team members in the trenches that make it all happen. Help us celebrate these rock stars by sharing our show and nominating your own unsung hospitality heroes. Connect with us on social media at Best Served Podcast. Now here is your host. What's up, everybody? Jensen Cummings here. Thank you, as always, for tuning in. Today's Best Served Podcast 394, and I'm talking to Kyle and Sarah of Zelnick International on three keys to negotiating your restaurant lease. This is an exciting show because uh, I fucked up the whole real estate process when I was the chef owner. I've learned a lot and uh, trying to impart that knowledge. And somebody like Kyle, who also has signed leases, been the chef owner, and is now on the real estate side to help develop kind of emerging brands into regional, national. I think has a lot of great insights, plus just one of the best restaurant advice, TikTok, Reels, uh, personalities in the entire industry. And so really excited about that. We're going to talk about these three keys. I'll bring these up and then we'll bring in uh, Kyle. We're going to talk about personal guarantees. We're going to talk about security deposits. And we're going to talk about lease assignment. These are three very crucial things, as well as we did six questions with Kyle and Sarah. So make sure in the comments, you get into that link so that you can check out a lot of more, way more in-depth information on what it's going to take to navigate a lease today in today's landscape, including some COVID expectations, relationships with landlords and more. All right, no further ado, let's get Kyle and Sarah in here. Kyle, good to see you. Hey, Jim, how's it going? Thanks for, thanks for having me. This this was this was so necessary for us. We've been engaging, interacting, doing stuff on on TikTok all over the place. Uh, your show as well. I didn't even mention you know the National Restaurant uh, Owners Podcast. Like you're killing the game, and really appreciate you bringing so much perspective from from so many different angles, which I think is really important. And then uh, and restaurant and real estate, you've really found that groove. You're challenging both the restaurant industry as well as the real estate industry. And I really like that. We need to come closer together uh, because we've been pretty divergent for quite a yeah. while. So uh, real quick, just give us kind of the the headlines, you know, of, of the work that you do with uh, with Zelnick National. Um, so, yeah, I, I was uh, I've been a restaurant operator um, and now I am a commercial real estate advisor uh, working with uh, emerging restaurant brands across the country, essentially helping them build out the real estate pipeline. Um, wherever they want to go, finding their ideal customer and finding markets and areas of opportunity for them to run their most successful business. Yes. And I like your, uh, your translator. I, I find myself feeling like that's my role as well. So often is you speak restaurant and you speak real estate and those are very different languages. And too often we nod our heads and expect that the other side of the conversation understands what we're talking about. We don't, yeah. you know, and we kind of fake it till we make it sometimes. And it leads to a lot of issues. Let's get right into it. Let's let's bring as much value as possible over the next 12 minutes or so. Uh, personal guarantees. What does that mean, first of all? And what's the expectation and what do you want to see restaurants doing more of with personal guarantees? So a personal guarantee is when the landlord's looking for you personally to guarantee the performance of the lease. So when you see that number, realize that they're asking you to pay for that total sum regardless of how you know of how many years you sign for five ten fifteen or twenty whatever it is if things go south so 
you don't ever want to sign a personal guarantee. And if you're forced to sign a personal guarantee, there are ways to, to make it more tolerable for you. Um, but understand that if you open up day one and day 31, you're like, I can't do this. A personal guarantee says, you still owe us this money. Oof. And if you and if you don't, and if you don't pay us, they're going to go after your personal assets. So a lot of first-time operators will say, well, I have an LLC or I have an escort. That doesn't mean shit because you don't have any assets to it. It goes right yeah. to you personally. So your this house- This is them coming for your car, your house, right? Like that's, totally. that's the nightmare totally. scenario. Yeah. And they're going to always ask for a personal guarantee from- So understand this too about a personal guarantee. If you're not the investor, they're going to ask the investor to have the personal guarantee because they want the person with the money. So just be aware that this is a, a huge, huge point in your lease that you need to really, really try to avoid and try to negotiate it down to something more tolerable for you. Yeah. And do we actually have leverage for that? Will somebody sign a lease with somebody if there isn't a personal guarantee in place? Is How, how does that work? So the best thing that you can do or, or the best option is to say you want it to burn off. So if you say, hey, okay, uh, you want a full personal guarantee? Say, I will guarantee the first three years. And every year that I, you know, I'm a good tenant. I pay my rent on time. There's no issues. Whatever those guidelines are, you can, you can outline the specifics. Uh, we burn a year off until we're down to what's called a one-year rolling guarantee, which means at no point, like, regardless of um, when you decide to shut the doors or have to get out of there for whatever reason, you would only ever be liable for the maximum of a year. But also, if you're six months in to that calendar year, whatever time frame you specify, you'll only be liable for six months. So you're saying, hey, I'll give you the guarantee for the first, first five years. I get it. You got some concerns there. I'll do that, but then it's going to burn down after that period of time, three to five years, whatever you can negotiate. But um, yeah, if that's if they want it, that's a good middle of the road place to end up. I like it. And, and you talk about everything is negotiable and something that this and everything we're talking about, everything you talked about in the article as well, everything is negotiable. And sometimes we just, we think, oh, well, I don't know. I've never done this before. They've done this a bunch of times. I'm just not going to make waves. I'm not going to ask stupid questions. I'm going to fake it till I make it. So appreciate that because personal guarantees, and you see that across the board, you see, you know, your broadline vendors expecting personal guarantees and things like yep. that. Don't sign them. Don't get overconfidence. Like I got this. Like it's never going to come up. Don't don't put yourself in the potential position at all. So, yeah, appreciate yeah. that. Security deposits. Uh, so it's a big one. It's a cash flow business. We we undercapitalize almost every single project. Again, something mm -hmm. we talk about in the article. Security deposits. What do we need to know? And how do we need to attack this? So security deposit and personal guarantees are, are two big ones, right? And they to me they kind of go hand in hand. Landlord may ask for a startup restaurant. I've seen them ask for a year security deposit. Damn. And doesn't mean they're going to get it, right? Like, they're, but they're going to say, "I don't know you. I don't. I don't know your investor. You say you, he's a restaurant guy. I don't. I, is he going to be here every day? Is she going to be working with you? Well, I don't know what that relationship is like. So I want some assurance. Well, if you say, "Well, hey, I just let's talk about the personal guarantee here. If I'm personally guaranteeing the lease. Like, let's say you can't get out of it. Why do you also need six months security deposit?" Right. Like what's, what's the story here? So what's, what's important? What's your biggest concern? So we spoke earlier in having that conversation, like get to their pain points. They may be cash strapped, 
right? They're not going to say that, but they need some assurance from you. So if it is similar to the personal guarantee situation, have this trade deposit burned down. So if I perform well, right, let's burn it down to a year or down to one month. Let's burn this down to one month over X amount of time based on the, the performance. Again, those are the conversations that you have to have as a startup showing that you're willing to give and understand that, hey, they, for all you know, this is the one property that they own, right? And it's not a, a huge corporate landlord. And this is how they feed their family, right? And sure. if you, they put the time and effort and they pay somebody like me to find you to put in that space, they're already out of pocket a, a significant amount of capital. So they want some mm-hmm. assurance that if things go south, that they're not going to be left high and dry. Yeah, they took out a big loan potentially as well. So I, I think... Yeah, it makes yeah. sense there. And just hold on to as much cash as you can if you're an operator. Mm-hmm. That's like the way to go. You know, you talk yeah. about ca- cash reserves again in the article. I'm plugging this article hard. It was really good. <laughs> There's so much yeah. stuff that we need to know about restaurant real estate. We didn't even touch, you know, yeah. a tenth of it. So uh, lease assignment. This really important. Something we never talk about in restaurants. This is, I always think of, you know, begin with the end in mind, Stephen Covey. And Mm. it's so important because we're like, I'm just thinking about having a successful restaurant. And then what? And then what? Are you passing this to your family? Are you, what are you doing? What's the exit strategy? And that's like such a tech startup mentality. And we don't really have that for you. You're talking about exit strategy a lot. So talk about lease assignment. What does that mean? First of all, making sure that, Mm. that you understand the lease assignment. And then what's the long tail there? What do we need to be doing? So the assignment of the lease means what happens if you want to sell this? You get sick of the business, something you know tragic happens in your family. You, you can't run the business anymore. It's just not successful for whatever reason. That section of the lease is going to say what, you, what your options are. Now, it can be anything from you can assign it or, yeah, you can sign to whoever you want and anywhere in between. But it's typically phrased something along the lines of, we'll say, lease assignment. It could say assignment and subletting. Like, can you sublet to somebody else? Um, that's a whole other scenario. But essentially, you want to say, all right, I'm going to get out of here. I have a great relationship with you, um, Mrs. Landlord, and I'm going to get you somebody just like me to take over this space. My, same financials, same history, same track record. Doesn't have to be the same type of concept, but a quality uh, candidate as for a tenant for you to review. Now, what they're going to say is, cool, that's great. Thank you. I appreciate that. But I still want to have the final sign-off. So the landlord will approve that. They're going to say, okay, we're going to approve it. Now, one thing you have to be careful of in there is you need to put a phrase in, or your attorney's going to have to put in a phrase that says, not to be unreasonably withheld or delayed. Because let's say you're, you're up against it, right? So financially, you burn through your excess, excess cash. You, you have, just imagine the worst possible scenario. And the landlord is like, hey, you know what, Kyle? Absolutely. You can, you can uh, present some uh, tenants to me. I'd love that. But I'm going away for two months. Um, oh, wow. And I won't be able to review them until I get back. Whatever the case is. Or they just don't respond to you, right? They might be out-of-state landlord. They might be who knows what. Um, unreasonably withheld or delayed is a phrase that says they're going to make this a priority, right? And it's a middle ground because you're not saying they have 30 days to nail it down sure. or whatever, but um, 
again, goes back to, to that relationship and it's everything. So like, if you're both on the same page with what you want, they're going to want somebody else in there too, if you're not able to carry it. So um, just make sure the language is clear. And again, if you don't get it, uh, you know, have your, your attorney outline it for you in bullet points, exactly what it is and, and make sure you're clear on, on what you have to do there. And so this would be for subletting, you're bringing somebody else in, you're potentially selling the business, right? To somebody else, would it would it be for that as well? And then the potential to transfer the lease to somebody else, all of which right. likely that the landlord would wanna have some kind of insight or oversight of, uh, are those the scenarios that are most likely to occur for a restaurant? Now, a yeah. lot of times this is like, you're protecting yourself from a really devastating you know, you have to get out of the business for whatever reason. This could also be, uh, we did it. We had 10 year, great years. We put the kids through, you know, school, whatever yeah. it might be. And now it's time for us to go RVing in California and Mexico, whatever. And so oh. now you want to sell the, the business and you have, you know, it's got good equity and all that. So does it protect against that? Is that a different process altogether? What's that look like? No, so assignment is, is the term that you would use if you're actually getting somebody else in there to take over a new lease. If you're subletting, it's, this is, it's, I'm glad that you mentioned this because if you're subletting, in most cases, you're still on the hook. Right. So the landlord may say, yeah, you can sublet it to these guys, but if they don't perform, everything reverts back to the original lease. So your security deposit, your whatever your guarantee situation is, you have to pay the rent if they don't pay it. Um, that's that's just the way that goes. So if you're going to go RVing and that's going to be your plan, you better make sure that the the group that just took over your space is good to go because otherwise you're going to be paying for it while you're RVing, which probably not going to happen. You're going to have to cancel that whole shit and come back into the restaurant business and start running it again. So just be careful who you sublet to. That's it. That's all I'm saying. Cause you're not going to be able to get out of, being on the hook for that. Um, again, you could say, hey, I want them to sublet for a year. And if they do perform by these metrics, then you'll give them a new lease. Um, but in most cases, if you're a quality restaurant, they're not going to let you off the hook that easy. Yeah. And it goes right back to what you said in the first one, the personal guarantee, security deposit, make sure that you protect yourself. Because if you are successful over, over 10 years, you want to make sure that you have a clean exit there and you're not still liable and on the hook for something you signed 10 years ago so kyle yeah. really really appreciate it always always a pleasure and anybody watching this again the article clink in the comments you're, you're going to get a lot of value out of that if you're looking to negotiate a lease for the first time ever renegotiate a, a lease that you currently have look at a, a, an expansion i think is all going to be really valuable and important and we're going to be doing some stuff on tiktok as well so if you're checking this oh, yeah. out and you don't follow at best serve podcast or at chef jensen cummings or at kyle and sarah go check it out because we're going to get into it a little bit we got a, we got a lot of work to do kyle absolutely looking forward to that too man that'll be fun all right be good cheers all right all right everybody that is it for this episode once again that was best serve podcast 394 kyle and sarah of zelnick national on three keys to negotiating your restaurant lease as well as just, again, Kyle is just such a wealth of knowledge and, and super fucking entertaining on TikTok. And if you're not on there following him and you were in the restaurant industry, go do it now at Kyle and Sarah. That's it. Appreciate you all. Cheers. Thanks for listening to the Best Served Podcast. 
subscribe to our show, and connect with us on social media at Best Served Podcast. Tune in next week to discover more unsung hospitality heroes.